Mike, 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 check. Mike, Mike, check, 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 check. Mike, check. Mike, check. Yeah. Hi. Welcome to the I Hate Reading podcast, the show where I read out loud, not because I want to, but because I have to. I hate reading because I can't stand the sound of silence. I'm not good at reading, but I'm great at talking. So let's get started. Kingdom Hearts, Chain of Memories, Riku's Story, Chapter 5, Rival. All right, then. We're back for another read of this book on page 246 out of 1,200. Still going. Still kicking. Let's do it. Oh, I should probably give, like, a recap. I didn't do that in the last one. Oof. I might want to go back and record that. Anyway, last time, Riku uh, wasn't in the episode. It was all about Replica Riku. Replica Riku, or Replica, or Repliku, whatever you want to call him. He's a copy of Riku. He's a puppet. And his memories were completely erased, and he was being rebooted with all of Riku's core memories. All of his childhood memories. But they were all slightly altered to make Riku different. Now, all he cares about is beating the shit out of Sora and protecting Namine. Because that's all his memories allow him to believe. But deep down inside, he's still in there. Replica Riku. He's his own person. But he's trapped. And his identity is gone. We now continue. Riku ran. And somewhere in the city streets he ran down, there was a place he knew. He had come here once with Maleficent, Traverse Town, a city of meetings. And he had crossed paths with Sora here. It was always full of people, a bustling, lively city. Riku stopped and peered into a little window where warm light streamed out. That time, he'd seen Sora smiling, Sora laughing with his new friends. Riku didn't really want to remember it. All that filled his heart was regret. Why hadn't he done something then? The boy stood beside the small brick house. Light spilled from the window into the dim streets. Sora was inside. The boy stared intently at the scene. You see, it's just as I told you. While you toiled away, trying to find your dear friend, he quite simply replaced you with some new companions. A woman was speaking from behind him, Maleficent. I just stood there gazing into the window, and I couldn't move. I couldn't see Sora laughing with his friends. He hadn't found Kairi yet, but he was smiling all the same, smiling with other people who weren't us. I was just so angry and lonely and sad. Evidently, he values them far more than he does you, murmured Maleficent. Is that true? Maybe it is. Maybe Sora's already forgotten about me. About me? Me? Who's me? You're better off without that wretched boy. Now think no more of him, and come with me. I'll help you find what you're searching for, Riku. Right, I'm Riku. I'm best friends with Sora and Kairi. Wait, we had one more friend. Who was it? I can't remember. In the gloomy city street, the gloom of the city street slowly grew, staining everything, and darkness enveloped the boy. I just want to clarify, this is replica Riku, in case you're wondering. I even thought it was regular Riku for a second, but no. It is the replica. Replicu. Replica. Replicu. Replican you. Replican you. Replicu. Replica. Namine sat on the sandy beach drawing pictures. Sora and himself and Kairi grinned up from her sketchbook. 
How come you're not in the picture, Namine? said the boy, peering at the page. Because I can't see my own face. Oh, the boy thought that was kind of sad. Of course Namine can't see herself when she's together with us, laughing. That's just the way it is, but how about I draw you then? Huh? The boy picked up Namine's crayons and started drawing. Himself and Namine smiling. A great big shining sun over their heads. We were always laughing together, the two of us. We were happy. How's this? The boy showed her the sketchbook page, where he'd drawn their laughing faces. It wasn't anywhere near as good as Namine's drawing, but she smiled sweetly. Thanks, Riku. The sound of the waves on the shore was so nice. The moment he thought that, shouting rang out from somewhere. Wah! The boy turned, and suddenly beneath his feet the scene changed from the sandy beach to a cliff, and an enormous beast was after him. He desperately leaped out of the way, and then slashed out at the beast with the sword in his hand. Growling, it fell. Riku, stop! It was Sora shouting at him. Slowly he turned. So you finally made it. About time. I've been waiting for you, Sora. The boy looked down at him, speaking calmly. We've always been rivals, haven't we? You've always pushed me, and I've always pushed you. That's right. We were always fighting, scrambling after everything, against one another. But it all ends here, he went on. There can't be two chosen ones. What are you talking about? He smiled faintly at Sora. I'm strong, he told himself. I'm going to protect Namine and Kairi. I'm going to protect this world. Let the Keyblade choose its true master, the boy said, and reached out his hand. The Keyblade shook in Sora's grasp, as if an implacable force tried to drag it away from him. With a flash of light it disappeared, and then the boy's fingers closed tight around the shining Keyblade. You don't have what it takes to save Kairi. It's up to me. Only the Keyblade Master can open the secret door and change the world. He lifted the Keyblade high, pointing it skyward. And then, darkness spread out from it, and the world spun and tilted. Gasping for breath as he ran, the boy asked himself, Why? He made the Keyblade his, but it returned to Sora. Is Sora really stronger than me, or is it something else? We were always rivals, and I always won, except when it was about... That. About Kyrie. Maybe I'm really no match for him after all. Know this. The voice came from behind him. The heart that is strong and true shall win the Keyblade. Who's there? He whirled to see the man in a dark hood. The Keyblade chooses, and it will not choose one without a strong heart. Are you saying my heart's weaker than his? For an instant, it was. The boy looked down in frustration. The hooded man stepped closer. However... You can become stronger. You showed no fear in stepping through the door to darkness. It held no terror in you. Plunge deeper into the darkness, and your heart will grow even stronger. The boy shook his head. What should I do? It's really quite simple. Open yourself to the darkness. That is all. The man slowly raised his hand toward him, and a dark glow surrounded his body. Let your heart itself become all-encompassing darkness. As the man spoke, the boy felt the power within him. Power to defeat anyone. The power of darkness. With darkness on my side, I'll never lose. And then the boy kept running. He was in the darkness again. Nothing but pitch black darkness. He had no idea which way to go. His existence, his voice, his heart. It felt like everything would be swallowed up by the darkness. Had he been here before? The boy cocked his head. The boy heard a voice call out. Riku. Right. My name is Riku. Riku! He listened to the voice in the darkness. Who was it? 
He weakly opened his eyes, and sunlight streamed in, too bright. Riku! Whoa! Namine's face suddenly appeared in front of his eyes. He sat bolt upright. Don't scare me like that, Namine. Ah, uh, you're the one who got scared, Riku, said Namine. But she looked a little sad. You seem kind of upset, that's all. I was dreaming. Some kind of dark thing was giving me this power. Well, I bet you'll get stronger on your own. But even as she said that, there was still a trace of sorrow in her face. Sora will too, the boy replied. Namine shook her head. No, you're going to be the stronger one. Besides, Sora is... Hey, Riku. What? The boy stood up, brushing sand from his pants. What if I tell him? What if I tell Sora it's his fault I'm leaving the islands? What are you talking about, Namine? You're not going anywhere. The boy laughed. <laughs> she won't go anywhere. We're all going to stay on the island and keep playing together. Actually, I... Bit by bit, Namine seemed to fade in front of him. Hey, Namine. I'm... I'm sorry, Riku. I mean, Repla... Namine, he cried. But then he fell once more into darkness. Namine stood in front of the machinery. There wasn't very much left. Only a little more tweaking to do with his memory. But, the moment she reached out to touch the panel, someone spoke from behind her. Namine's shoulders jumped. What are you doing, Namine? You weren't about to mess with that fake's memories on your own time, were you? Slowly, Namine turned around to see who addressed her. It was Larxene, standing there with a little smirk. Cat got your tongue again? Namine turned away again and looked at the boy's face displayed on the monitor. Conversion, 87% complete. Go, guys! Kairi shouted. The clack of the wooden swords meeting echoed across the beach. The boy blocked Sora's attack with a cocky smile. Gotcha! He cried and flung Sora back. Sora went sprawling out onto the sand and then found the end of the other boy's wooden sword at his throat. Aw, oh, man! Sora sighed and raised his hands in surrender. You still got a ways to go, huh, Sora, said the boy, grinning, and grasped Sora's hand to help him up. Sora grinned back and let the boy pull him to his feet. Watch out! I'll beat you next time. Yeah, you think so, the boy replied with a smirk and a few wooden swords on the beach. Yeah, you think so, the boy replied with a smirk and threw his wooden sword on the beach. They always had sword fights, but actually, the swords were just pieces of driftwood that had washed ashore. Neither of them ever touched a real blade. Selfie had been watching their battle, too. She ran over to them. Gee, Riku, you're really good. My turn next, Titus picked up a piece of driftwood from the sand. All right, I got you this time. Still clutching the stick in his hand, Sora raised it at Titus. The boy watched them, his spirits high. The boy stood in unending darkness. Again, he didn't know how many times he'd been standing here like this. What made the deepest impression in his uncertain memory was only his inky expanse of darkness. Amid that, Sora and Kairi and Namine would float up and vanish. You'll wake up soon, someone said. The boy looked around. What is your name? asked the voice out of the darkness. My name is Riku, he answered. He could see a light up ahead of him. Then close the door and come forward. How? What's happening? Go, and you will understand. The boy obeyed and began to run toward the light. The source of the glow was an enormous door where the light shone out. He stood in front of it and tried with all his might to pull it closed. This is like the moment he said that. His vision warped and swam. Huh? When he came to, he was pushing with all of his might on an enormous door. We changed places. No, that's not right. That 
This is me. Take care of her, Sora, the boy told the other one on the other side of the door. He couldn't really see, but it felt like Sora nodded. I can leave Kairi to Sora, and I'll protect Namine. Just as the door inched closed, a terrible roaring sound rose up. The ground beneath their feet began to crumble, and then a rain of light was falling. Shooting stars blazed across the sky. The boy looked up in a daze. Those shooting stars are just like... Riku, I'm scared. They were standing on the island's little dock, him and Namine, looking up at the sky together. The sky was full of shooting stars, far too many to count, falling like a deluge of light. Just now, Riku, I'm scared. The boy tried to tell Namine that something was strange. But seeing her so afraid, he clamped up. I was only dreaming. It's all right. I'll protect you, he said. Really? What if a falling star hits the island? If any falling stars come this way, I'll protect you, he grinned at her. Promise? Amine said with her tiny voice. I promise, he told her steadily. Then, at last, she smiled and held out a star-shaped pendant for him. Here, so you don't forget our promise. It was a charm made out of the Paupu fruit. They say that if you wear this kind of fruit, you'll never be parted from the one you love, she said. That's just... The boy started, but took the pendant and looped it around his neck. So no matter what happens, we'll always be able to find each other again, Namine smiled. And her smile blurred again in his vision. The sound of the waves rushed sweetly in his ears. Watching the sunset from the inlet, the boy let his thoughts wander. What was she doing these days, that girl's whose name sounded soft like the waves? The boy stared at the good luck charm she had given to him. Hey, Riku, what you got? Sora poked his head over and peered at the star-shaped thing in the palm of Riku's hand. Wow, it's a powproof fruit. The boy tucked away the charm, trying to hide it from Sora, and stared out at the ocean again. Come on, what's the big deal? It is, isn't it? None of your business. For some reason, Sora just didn't remember Namine at all. Probably because he didn't want to remember what a horrible thing he'd done, the boy thought because Namine had left so soon after that day, when Sora tore up her sketchbook. And every time the boy thought of Namine, he hated Sora's cheerfulness just a little bit more. Let me see. No. Sora poked at him until he found the charm. Huh? It's a pendant. Give it back. Who gave it to you? Sora taunted, running away with it clutched in his hands. Quit it, he shouted. And then Sora tripped. The charm fell to the ground. The boy picked it up and glared angrily. You know, Sora... You're out of line. What? You're the one trying to keep it a secret. You don't want to tell me because a girl gave it to you, huh? Sora always seemed to read his mind without even trying, barging in on his heart. The boy hated that about him. It wasn't that he really hated Sora, but he couldn't just be that straightforward himself. And he envied that. So much it made him sick. The boy gazed at the charm in the light of the setting sun. Conversion, 100%. And that's where we'll take a little break. Hey, you enjoying the show? It's interesting how this thing is formatted. And also how the next game is formatted in almost exactly the same way. It's almost like Namora likes to come up with a new mechanic. He thinks it's cool, this new writing device. So then he just keeps doing it over and over again. So like he does Kingdom Hearts 1, and then when he makes Chain of Memories, he just does the exact same story again, except now he's playing with like framing devices to retell those stories in different ways. He's messing with memory, and he's basically making them forget who they are and what they care about. 
and also kind of understanding them more. But in the next one, he does the same thing with Roxas, which is really fascinating. Anyway, this episode is brought to you by my link tree. I say it every time now because it's the best way to plug stuff. Everything's on there. Everything. My Twitch, my YouTubes, my podcasts, everything. Even my Instagram and my Twitter are on there. So you might want to check it out if you like my content. Come on by the streams. We'll chat. You can tell me what I get wrong or whatever. Or give me evidence either way for this. But anyway, hope you're enjoying the show. Let's get back to it. A yellow star-shaped charm made from the Paupu fruit rested in the palm of his hand. Where am I? The boy, the replica, regained consciousness. He was standing in a room made all of marble, but he had the unnerving sense of something not quite right. What's the matter, Namine? Hearing that name, the replica looked up. Namine, right. Yeah, that was it. Why so glum? Is there something troubling you? Larkseen teased. You feel just awful about tinkering with Sora's memories. Is that it? Or maybe... The boy stepped right in front of her. Cut it out, Larkseen. Namine doesn't want to remember Sora. Oh, I get it, Larkseen shrugged. Don't worry, he told Namine. Whatever's hurting you, I'll make it go away. I swear on the good luck charm you gave me. She only looked at the replica, with her eyes full of sorrow. See you, he said and left the room. Another marble hall. Now it was a familiar scene. The replica kept on waiting for Sora. This time he had to defeat Sora. That thought and nothing else filled up his mind. At the slight sound of footsteps, he looked up and said, Can you take a hint, Sora? I told you to go home. Sora stopped smiling at him. Not till I rescue you and Namine. I don't remember ever asking you to rescue me. The replica raised his sword. That's right. We don't need to be rescued, he thought. I'm going to stay here in Castle Oblivion with Namine. But Kyrie's waiting for you to come home. That was one of the king's retainers. From behind Sora. Goofy. That was it. Kyrie, the replica murmured. That girl was so faint in his memory. But I have Namine, he told himself. That's right. Kyrie's waiting, said Sora. The replica snorted. Riku snorted. You're the one who forgot. I told you. When we close the door to Kingdom Hearts, take care of Kyrie. Give it up. I'm not going back to the islands, not for anything. It's not just for Kyrie, said Sora, still trying desperately. What about all our other friends? All our other friends? Maybe there had been some others, too, but... Like Kyrie, he could hardly remember them at all. You can have those losers, the replica shrugged. I already forgot them. Hey, that's enough, Sora shouted. What about you, Sora? Do you actually remember what they all look like? Their voices? Of course I remember... Sora started and broke off, so Sora was losing some of his memories, too. That made the replica feel just a little bit better. It's not just me. It's this place making our memories all foggy. Don't feel bad. That's what this castle does to you after a while, the replica told him, smirking. It's great. You forget about all the useless stuff, and remember for the first time what really matters. And I remembered, Sora. Now I know the one thing that's most important to me. Useless stuff? The replica didn't let him say any more. I'm going to stay here and protect Namine. Nothing else matters. Sora stared at him hard, and then, for some reason, smiled. Hey, Riku, I think I'll jog your memory. As he spoke, he raised the keyblade. You can try. The replica raised his sword, too. Donald, 
Goofy, Sora called. Okay, we get it. The king's retainers ran to a corner. Just between us, huh? The replica taunted. That's right. One on one, Sora replied, determined, and leaped high in the air. The replica blocked his strike, but the strength in it made his hands tingle. Don't you remember, Riku? We were always fighting like this on the beach. Hmm. I remember you losing. The replica pulled the keyblade away and swung his sword. Then you can remember more than that, Sora cried. They attacked and blocked and countered over and over until they were both out of breath. Come on, Riku, remember! Their weapons clashed with a tremendous clang and the replica's sword went spinning through the air. <sighs> he fell on one knee. Riku, too bad, Sora. I'm not remembering a thing. Wavering, he stood up again. But we can keep fighting if you want. But seeing him like that, Sora didn't want to. He reached out his hand to the replica. Come on, Riku. Never mind fighting. Let's go help Namine. Together. Riku shoved his hand aside. Yeah, right. That's just like you. Always barging in on my heart. What's that mean? Sora demanded. I'll never forget what you did to me that day. When you'd already forgotten about Namine. Hmm. You forgot that too. You never cared. It never mattered to you. With that, the replica turned away and ran up the stairs through the next door. His memories with Namine and the good luck charm. But why do I hate Sora so much? Why? Clutching her sketchbook to her chest, Namine gazed on the images of the boys in the great crystal ball. Axel went to her side. You have my sympathies from my heart. She looked up at him. But don't waste your time, he said. We nobodies can never hope to be somebodies. Namine's gaze dropped again. All of this is my fault. Because of what I did. Say, Namine, Axel murmured closely, as if he didn't want to be overheard. Isn't there something else you can do? But she only stared at her lap, motionless as a doll. Well, there we go. Chapter 5. I'm super tired. <laughs> real, real tired. Three more chapters. It's crazy. Six is pretty short. Oh, wait, never mind. Six is actually incredibly long. Holy shit. Six is long... Seven is long. Oh my god. Eight is long. Jeez. I thought I was almost done. I don't know if I'm going to get all these done. I kind of want to go to sleep. Maybe when I get up I'll do it. I don't know. This is a rough one. This is a real rough one. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this. I enjoyed this. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Bye. And grasped Sora's hand to help him up. And grasped, and grasped, and grasped Sora, and grasped, s s s